Welcome to a Frugal Athlete Podcast, where we interview athletes, both current and former, on the prudent financial practices and smart career decisions they are making. In these episodes, we dive into what it means to be a frugal athlete. You might think that frugal just means being cheap, but as you will soon learn, being frugal is more complex than that. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of a Frugal Athlete Podcast. Today, we got a very special guest, uh, someone, you know, from the 916. As you guys know, I'm from Sacramento as well. Uh, we got Walter Holland. Uh, he is a sports agent, and he also works with the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, we're going to talk all about his career, you know, ways to navigate in the sports space, why he's so bullish on women of sports, and, you know, everything that he's doing. I'm personally excited about uh, our conversation because I know he's going to give some valuable advice about how athletes can uh, navigate the branding aspect, the the ways that they can get into the community, uh, both from the women's game, um, but also the men's game. You know, it's all transferable. We can all uh, apply the lessons that Walter will be sharing with us uh, to get the ball rolling. So with that being said, Walter, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy man. I appreciate you. No, thank you so much. I definitely appreciate your time. I love your podcast, How You're So Raw and Authentic. This is this is wonderful. I love it. No, most definitely. So, yo, real quick, uh, obviously, I know a little bit about you being from the 916. For, for, for people that don't know, you know, give us a little background into, you know, how you got to where you are today. For sure. So I, I started in sports long ago, um, shortly before going off to college, knew that I wanted to work in sports. Um, just through meeting somebody who worked with the Kings actually at the time and seeing that there was just more to sports than what you can see. Um, so I went off to Hampton University, shout out HU, uh, yeah. shout out HBCUs actually. Facts, I went off facts. to university and uh, majored in sport management, went back to Hampton to get my master in sport administration. Um, been working with the Minnesota Lynx now for four years and um, decided to go off on my own. So what I'm doing now is starting a sports agency, Holland Sports Group. My agency is going to solely focus on celebrating and honoring and giving voices to women athletes. So um, I found that a, being a passion of mine since being here, but also since having my daughter and just wanting her to have the same opportunities that men have. So since women athletes don't get paid nearly as much and only 1% of marketing dollars in all of sports are going to women athletes, I've decided to make sure that they're able to get some money off of the court. So that's my goal, um, working with NIL, working with professional athletes, whether it's here or over overseas. Um, so many WNBA players have to go overseas in order to make an adequate um, living. So I'm going to try to fix that so that they don't have to go overseas, play in, um, you know, Israel or Turkey, wherever they have to go. Oh, most definitely. So, like, let's get into that. Like, and I love how you touched on there's many ways into sports because a lot of times people just think, all right, you know, maybe they're an athlete. And then once they retire, I have to be a coach um, or I have to be, you know, uh, a trainer, different things like that. So talk about like how vast the sports business landscape is, you know, for people that are interested to get in, in, in sports. Seriously. So, I mean, if you're playing in sports, you might not notice it because most of your communication is going to be with coaches or ADs, um, trainers, et cetera. But there's so much that goes into sports. And I didn't really get the full scope of it until working at Arizona State University as an intern 
but also coming here, you learn that there's a marketing department, but within that, there's also going to be, there's like creative, there's graphic design, there's um, some of everything, there's digital content, social media, everything that, so with within any company, no matter what the role, there's some sort of correlation um, of that role within a sports organization. And so, I mean, just talk to who you're, who you're working with. So whether it be somebody who's setting you up for an event, let's say that you have to go to, you have to do some sort of speaking engagement as an athlete, there's ways to get paid doing those things outside of with your organization. So you can um, do that in several different ways, especially, you know, after being an athlete and after being a professional athlete, there's going to be so many ways to get money. I see you highlighting all the ways on your Instagram. I uh, know, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. Um, there's so many different things that an athlete can do to utilize their platform and ultimately, you know, make themselves some more money. Yeah, most definitely. So let's talk about one of the ways that, you know, you have a lot of experience in, you know, with your time with the links and, you know, working in sports business events, you know, so how can athletes take advantage of the events within the community as public figures within their space? How can they take advantage of that? And what have you found like that works best with the athletes that you worked with? You know, the initial thought that comes to mind with that is um, working with with the community, whether it be like a local nonprofit um, Danielle Robinson is the person who comes to mind. She worked with the Simpson house when she was here with the links and you can just do that stuff voluntarily at first. But then once you build relationships with those organizations, there's opportunities to be like a, a spokesperson of some sort. And so then when you're really working with them on that level, it, it's able to become monetized. So, um, you know, that, that comes in commercials, appearances, um, just coming out and speaking. And even if it's voluntary, you can um, get things from their partners, their other partners. Um, so let's say the Simpson House is also partnership in partnership with Target. You know what I'm saying? There's there's opportunities there for you to do things with Target now um, and able to, you know, monetize and build your platform that way. Uh, it makes sense. It's almost like, uh, you know, process through collaboration, you know. Exactly. And I, I tell people all the time, like, there's no shame in collaboration. Um, as long as you're, you know, working with people for the, the greater good, like, you're you're doing your part and money's going to come on the other end, on the back end. Perfect. Um, and, you know, I want to segue into this space because you've been working with the Lynx. Um, so they're a WNBA team, if you're not familiar. Um, talk about the growth of the game from when you first got in to, to now. Man, it is crazy. So like these, I mean, you see high school girls, you see college young women. Um, they're they're going to take over. Hopefully the WNBA is going to get a pair of expansion teams around 2024. Oh, you telling us something we don't know? I mean, no, there's there's stuff out there. There's, okay. There's, <laughs> I'm not Luke Mason or anything, but uh, that's the hope. And, you know, it's the hope for me as well. But we just want to see the team grow, the league grow. Um, since 2018, when I've been here, there's been so much growth from the recognition that players are getting. Now you're starting to see, you know, Sue Bird and all these people in CarMax commercials. You're starting to see a lot more representation on tv but also the the skill level of these girls is getting ridiculous 
and um, everybody's grown their social media presence. And I think social media has been a huge part of it. Um, when you see players like Jamad, now you're seeing Caitlin Clark go crazy. And so she's getting a lot of publicity in that regard. Um, Paige just got a, a million dollar bag, you know, with, with NIL. So um, I love the way the league's going. They're only 25 years in, in the WNBA mm-hmm. um, when the, NBA was in its 25th year. They had no, you know, name recognition at all. There was like, they were, they had Harlem Globetrotters opening for the NBA just to get people to come. Like it was way different. So WNBA is taking strides. And um, I think where they're at in their life, the NBA was nowhere near that. So I think next 50 years is nothing but positivity. Yeah. So with that being said, you know, you, you started your agency, agency to focus, you know, specifically on women, you know, congratulations on being a girl dad. Where do you see your agency stacking up in terms of, you know, how you guys can help serve, you know, women athletes? Well, I think, I think we're going to do a great job just because our goal is to just amplify their voices and make sure that they're heard. And a lot of people are actually paying attention now, which is good. Um, but I think, you know, I'm saying what separates us is just the relationships within the league, obviously, um, but other things that we're going to provide. So we're going to give people their own platforms, make sure that they're able to get paid. Even without us, they're going to be doing clothing brand. They're going to be doing music, whatever, whatever they want to do off of the court, we're going to focus on um, so that they can only solely focus on their craft and getting better on the court. Um, but we're also going to prepare them for life after sport. So we're going to, we're going to be teaching financial literacy. We have a whole team, um, of people doing literally whatever you need, um, just to make sure that you can focus on your craft, get good at your craft. And then that way, you know, once, once you're done, you have the, the leverage and a platform to succeed after sport. Yeah, most definitely. So say like a young woman is listening to this, that's an athlete. What are the best ways to like brand, uh, in your opinion, like best ways to brand yourself to, you know, get these opportunities? Obviously, not everyone's going to be a Paige Bookers or Caitlin Clark, you know, Aja Wilson. Uh, these uh, these athletes that are women that are, you know, doing big deals because of the way they've uh, branded themselves and obviously their performance. But if I'm just, a, you know, regular, you know, young lady that's in sports that has the opportunity what are some ways that I can like help you know navigate and maximize my efforts absolutely and you have to realize that nobody is regular um we all have our different stories we all have our different paths highlight those so social media is a great tool I tell everybody social media is going to be the thing that really gets you recognized um Jamad is somebody who comes to mind she's um, a Muslim athlete and she doesn't, you know, play for Iowa or UConn. She's actually playing D3 and she has a huge following online, which gives her obviously um, a lot of ability to, to make money off of the court using NIL, but also is getting her recognized by league teams. You know, we're seeing her now because of social media. So for, you know, the very first thing, I would do is get a highlight tape. If you don't have any highlight tapes, get those done and we'll, you know, be able to help shoot those. We've got videographers on hand 
Um, we'll get highlight tape shot for you. We'll blast you on social media. We also have people who will manage your social media. So, you know what I'm saying? Get that and build your platform that way. And then everything else will follow. But you, all you have to do is focus on your skill, have um, other people to do everything. And it goes back to collaboration once again. Um, you know, and we'll we'll work together to get you seen. But the first thing I would say is social media is going to be the big differentiator. No, most definitely. So is there a specific or specific platform that you'd recommend or you think that's like, all right, you know, you have YouTube, you have Instagram, you have TikTok, uh, you have LinkedIn. Which which platform do you think is best, you know, or is it kind of just, you know, depending on what your comfort level is? For sure. I would say as an athlete, um, TikTok and Instagram are are going the craziest. And I think, you know, I'm seeing many people get signed to agency deals off of TikTok, mm -hmm. um, whether that just be, you know, it, and it's mostly not funny videos, but um, it's just like hooping videos. Say you're at the park and you're hooping, you're at the gym. Um, some people do like just like crazy trick shots, things like that to get seen. But in their social media, you also see their highlight tapes and see if they can actually play. Um, but TikTok and Instagram are the the platforms that I'm seeing the most success um, with. Okay, that, that makes sense. Have you like, have you, do you have any examples of like how, how fruitful some of these deals can be? Like what are some deals that, that have come across your plate, both on the team side and um, agency side, where if, if an athlete is doing well, if they're branding themselves properly, this is like the type of competition that they can make. Yeah. First person, I mean, I think of goes to, to Paige, which was, you know, well-documented that she got over a million dollars from Gatorade, but we, the Timberwolves even, um, signed a guy to help with their social media Muslim athlete as well who was going crazy on TikTok and now he's doing a partnership deal with the the Wolves getting them you know in the thousands yeah. which is good money if you're if you're just you know sitting at home and you're not making money from playing sports exactly. um, otherwise they're a lot smaller things so people can do speaking engagements making 750 bucks to $2,000, $5,000 per engagement. Just depends on your market. I know the, you know, when you're in the WNBA, they have a certain amount of appearances that you have to do mm -hmm. before you get paid from those appearances. So let's say um, we're doing an event with the Lynx and we want Rachel Bantam to go out and speak. After about seven of those events, she's going to be like, all right, now you guys have to pay me to come speak at your events. And, you know, it's, it's bred from there. So then it's just your amount of hustle. How many events are you going to be willing to do? And, you know, you can turn that into a whole career. And especially if you're, let's say you're playing basketball in your hometown, you have a lot of people um, who are willing to go to those events. You have a lot of connections that, you know, are looking for um, athlete influencers things of that nature. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential there, but I mean, it's anywhere from the thousands to millions. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And it just speaks to how much opportunity there is for every athlete. You know, not everyone is going to get the big, big book bucks, but there's money to be made. If you, if you brand yourself properly, if you, if you have a good authentic brand and reputation, the opportunities are endless. You know, it's all about just fitting into your passions. So let's talk about, you know, um, what was the process of, you know, starting your own agency? Because a lot of times people talk yeah. about it, 
Uh, but what was like, all right, I'm going to actually do this. Like, how did that come about? Yeah, so each league has a different process as far as getting certified as an agent. Um, so with the WNBA, I went on the WNBA.com, just followed, followed whatever I needed to do to, to figure it out. And it was really just as simple as um, filling out a couple forms. They did a background check, all these things. Um, and then I was in essentially after paying um, a league fee. So there's an annual dues that you have to pay of $750 and there's an application fee of $250. Um, so it came out to $1,000 in, in total. Um, but aside from that, it was just setting up the LLC, which you'll you know be able to do just going online, just look up how to yeah. LLC and then um, follow the, the adequate paperwork. And it's really all just paperwork and getting it done. Now with the NBA, there's going to be a test involved. So there is a test involved as far as being coming an agent with the NBA. Um, that test is only offered during a certain window. It's like a two month window each year. Um, with the NFL, you need a grad degree. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a law degree, but since I have my master's, that would also suffice. So you could become an a NFL agent by having your master's and doing a test as well. Um, and then you're all good. But once you once you get that, the real thing is just setting up your LLC and all your marketing materials. Um, I went through a friend. She, you know, works with a black marketing agency. So she did all my cards, my website. Um, it's all about all I needed. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Obviously, this is a frugal athlete podcast. We'd like to talk about how athletes can be smarter with their money. Um, yeah. You mentioned that your agency is going to provide financial literacy, you know, training, you know, assistance, uh, career development, stuff like that. So why is that important for you? And what have you seen, you know, throughout your career? Goodness. I mean, I've seen I've seen so much. There's been players. I've seen players who are working with an NBA team who just don't have the money that they used to. And they've told me stories. Um, one person who comes to mind who works here with the Timberwolves told me a story as soon as I got here about how he's been broke twice. Like, and it's, it's real. You see it all the time. Um, but you really just have to find a way to hone in, get smart while you're young. That way you don't have to go through these losses, um, before actually learning your lesson, but many stories and there have been many stories about how people go broke. So you just never want to see that. You want people to learn as young as possible. I didn't start investing until being in quarantine after COVID hit in 2020. So once I learned about investing and I started getting wiser with my finances, like I've been like, yo, I have to teach this to everybody, yeah. especially athletes, because when you get a large sum of money at once and then you're, you're 18, 19, 20 years old, like, and don't know what to do with it, don't know actually how to manage it, don't know how to do taxes, anything like that, like that, that stuff isn't taught in school. And we just want to make sure that people are learning that while they're actually going through it or before they're, they actually even have a need for it. So what are some basic, like, you know, money principles that you would like, you know, athletes to learn, like right off the bat? Yes. Don't spend what you don't got. <laughs> there are so many people that they get a first check and they're like, Oh, with my first check, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. Like, and I tell people, if you if you can't buy it twice, don't buy it at all. Like, uh. um, and it's the same thing, like with with apartments and your living situation. There are so many apartments that are like your monthly income has to be 
what is it, a third, at least a third of the rent or the rent has to be a third of your monthly income. So if you look at that principle and take it and apply it to your whole list of, you know, bills, you know what I'm saying? I would just tell people if you're spending more than, you know, what, what your bills are going to be like, just don't let your asset. Essentially, you're saying like, you got to know your budget. Yeah. Know your budget and budget well. Like I used to tell people all the time, like, budgeting is just like doing homework. It's a little math problem. It's very simple. Just set up a budget and you can live by the same budget monthly. And it's very, very, very important. It's going to set you up very well for the future. But um, don't just spend money willy nilly, but also save and save wisely. Like, you know, you don't want money just sitting in your savings account. If there's ways for your money to make money for you, go ahead and do those, but do it wisely. So I would say, you know, watch, listen to podcasts, watch um, informational videos, things of that nature to actually learn more. Find your leisure I'm big on. Like I watch them often and um, get many ideas from them and actually put those ideas into practice. Um, So me and my brother are getting the vending machine just based off what we've learned and have been watching on there after a year. But um, there's so many different ways, man. There's so many ways, but basically just, just be smart. Don't buy what you don't need. Don't go yeah. out. And, that, you know, I feel like that's your life. That's your biggest mantra. Like first and foremost, make sure uh, you, you know your budget, but most importantly, don't be spending money that you don't have. And yeah. uh, those two principles right off the bat can help you uh, avoid any financial struggles down the road. And then obviously, as you continue to get you know more money uh, and you want to build more wealth and you start doing some more uh, advanced and complex things um obviously you got to consult with your financial team before um you do with that and make sure you do your due diligence uh, but with that being said when it comes to like opportunities because i'm sure as an agent you know athletes will reach out to you how do you you know make sure that they're in line because i know it, it could be t- potentially a conflict of interest if you put them in touch with certain financial advisors so how do you how do you you know navigate that 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 dynamic. Yeah. So I like to have those all in line before having anybody sign any paperwork. I'm not going to have you sign any paperwork with me, um, Mm -hmm. you know, granting me any of your earnings until I have everything in line and we have everything in agreement. For example, working with some player who's in Israel right now, getting some things together and we're, we're working together. And I like to say working together. I'm not working for her. She's not working for me by any means, if anything, like, yeah, she is my boss and giving me orders, but really nothing is set in stone. I'm going to make sure that I can get what I can get. Um, She obviously has the freedom to go work with any other agent she wants as well. Um, I'm not trying to tie anybody down. And a lot of people do do those exclusive deals. I'm not going to do any of those just because I want people to have the ultimate flexibility and just Um, be able to do anything that they want. People are free. Like I'm not going to hold anybody, but if I do have a deal, um, then I'm going to present that after, you know, and then get, yeah. get compensated on the back end. That's, I I like what you said about, you know, making sure that athletes are free. Um, And what we talk about with the frugal athletes, all about how athletes can leverage and control their opportunity through their capital and career decisions. So, you know, can you talk about how athletes, you know, this new mantra is taking ownership in what they are doing, you know, Mm -hmm. what would be your advice for them? 
For sure. I would say if they have anything that they want to take ownership of, any sort of business ideas, let us know that and we'll make sure to get those handled for them. Um, there's a really cool website. There's a company called Power Forward, PWRFRD. And um, a lot of people, JQ, a lot of people are working through them in order to um, start making money off of apparel. And so they'll work with you, get shirts, hats, things like that made um, in your name and you're able to get made paid from those. But um, there are companies like that and they're, you know, we, we have a whole team of people that are going to make sure you get what you need and make sure that you're making those sound decisions. Um, but yeah, ownership, ownership, ownership. You have a platform, you have a name, anything that your name is on, you should be able to get paid from. We're here to help make sure that that is the case. Okay, most definitely. So in closing, uh, Walter, I'd love for you to share more about, you know, how people can get in touch with you, you know, any last words that you want to share with the audience and, um, you know, where we can find you. We're going to have your information in the show notes. Appreciate you sharing uh, sound advice, you know, not only for athletes in general, but specifically women athletes, you know, yeah. as they continue to get more equality rights it's still not where it needs to be but hopefully as we continue to get smarter and you know more compassionate because um it's really crazy to see you know the lack as you said the lack of equality in terms of marketing dollars in terms of exposure in terms of opportunities and so like commendable to you you know for taking an initiative and starting your agency for that but as i continue to talk longer than i need to share (laughs) share Share, share more about what you got going on. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, this this all really stemmed from my my daughter, having a daughter and wanting her to play basketball because I love basketball. Uh-huh. She told me, you know, basketball is for boys. And ever since then, I, I've been driven. I've been like, yo, you know, that that way of thinking, it comes from representation. Representation really matters. Yeah. Um, Muna just put on her um, story on Instagram a couple of days ago was like and she she took a video and it was a, a woman actress who was muslim and she was wearing her hijab in the the show or movie um and she was like man if i would have saw this when i was a kid maybe i would have wanted to be an actress you know yeah so patient matters holland sports group um we're going to be here to amplify and lift the voices and the platforms of all women athletes um if you have a dream you can achieve it you have a business idea we're going to help you have that come to fruition um, and just get paid off of your name, your skill, your um, ability. So basically Holland sports group, you can find us Holland sports, LLC.com Walter Holland, founder, agent, dad, lover, supporter, just here to help you. You can find me online at mini Walt M I N N I W A L T. And that's across all platforms. So um, your Instagram, TikToks, things of that nature. Once again, just want to make sure all women flourish. Um, we've been held down too long and we just need to change the narrative. Uh, most definitely. So appreciate you for taking the time, Walter. I know your schedule is very busy, uh, but it means a lot. Um, we're going to have all his information in the show notes. Make sure you guys tap in with him if you guys are interested in learning more about, you know, Walter Holland Sports LLC. Um, learning about how athletes, specifically women, can better brand themselves for more opportunities on and off the field or court or uh, whatever they, uh, whatever um, sports you play. 
And then uh, with that being said, make sure you guys please leave a review. Uh, it helps us continue to, you know, grow this platform and hopefully continue to get wonderful guests. So um, with that being said, we'll catch you guys at a later time. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode. For more information, check out the show notes and go to our website, www.afrugwife.com. If you enjoyed, please leave a favorable rating and review and share and subscribe. Thank you so much. Words to the wise don't gotta be suits and ties.